Ooh, I just I just got a message. Nice podcast. <laughs> I'm really not lying though. Where are you from actually? Look, like you... Nice podcast. I'm oh. really not lying. Okay, cool. Came in on grinder. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Atlas Haps Ups, where we take our shit to artists' places. In this uh, case, in this case, like, today I'm just we didn't like, have totally to take off. it anywhere. We didn't have to take it anywhere. We got, yeah, we're, we're at Jerry's room. Yeah, we got the artist to come oh. to my shit, and today with us we have CXCX. Choo choo. Did I yeah. say that right? Yeah. <laughs> I like yes, I like when do. you do choo choo. Choo choo. Super it's, it's, nice. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's probably like one of the like, like catchy things. Choo choo. But choo choo, can I just call you choo choo? Yeah, Is that fine? Good. So welcome to Hubs Hubs. Today we're going to talk you. about you mainly and your background, where you've been. You seem like a woman that's been everywhere and you're going to perform two songs for us, which... Mm. Are what's it called? Rain mm-hmm. and Cancun. 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 Wow, that's a huge contrast. Yeah. Does he have a but rain then, in Cancun? You forgot something. I mean, sometimes. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. And we have a very special guest, a friend of ours, because today voices might be a little bit different for those of you that listen. Um, we have our friend Alexandra with us. Hey guys! Special What's plug. Up? She's a she's a pro, just so you know, and <laughs> and check out our program on Radio Loud called Pitten. I don't know if I'm allowed to suggest that, but yeah, check her out. She does music stuff. I mean, you have to talk to your lawyers about that. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, shit. Sorry. Anyways, uh, we have Alexander with us today, who's also gonna yeah just talk to Choo Choo along with us. Actually, we got in contact with Chuchu because Alex recommended her to us. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she's our go-to plug now from now on. Like <laughs> what, what, whatever they dismiss <laughs> at Vega and stuff, we're gonna get all the trash. <laughs> and we're gonna get the lo- and bring <laughs> it on board. The rest. So yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But anyways, Chuchu, welcome to Hapsaps again. Um, what's Thank the you. story behind you and your name? My name yeah so my artist name cxcx choo choo which confuses a lot of people yeah. especially the cxcx part i've heard coco it could work but for yeah. me it's kind of like whatever it is in your mind yeah. works for me it's totally fine and it's supposed to just be like this stylized like acronym so choo choo um choo choo comes from my my personal cultural background which yeah. is chinese so i'm part chinese and in my Chinese family, they would call me Choo Choo as a nickname. Mm. So that's where that comes from. And CXCX is an acronym of my actual Chinese name, which yeah. is spelt with a C and an X, partly. So that drawn together, CXCX, mm. Choo Choo. Hey. Ah, cool. Do you want to delve into, first and foremost, like um, your first encounter with music? Sure. I mean, I've... I've always had music in my life, but I never thought it would be anything I I wanted to pursue until only a few years ago. 
um, probably about almost three years ago. That's that's when I realized like, I actually want to do music. But I've always had it in my life. My father's quite artistic as well. He works as an actor um, in China. And, you know, he's always been musical as well. And just kind of playful like that and my my mother used to be in in a semi-professional choir (laughs) here in Denmark and she still sings and I was really serious about marching band when I was younger and that's I think that's the most that I've really done with music I've always you know sung and played guitar at home having my little YouTube dreams at 13 yeah and um yeah you know (laughs) now marching band where 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 were you uh I was here. It, it was in um, here, yeah. <laughs> in Denmark in, um, in a small town called Vilbek. And the marching yeah. band was called Vilbekgar. It was a girls marching band. And, you know, we had these you, really pretty uniforms. Uh, <laughs> what'd you play, though? I, uh, no. I played a bunch of different instruments. I started playing the flute, like a marching flute. Mm-hmm. And I also played marching drums. I played a baritone horn and also the trombone. Okay. Yeah. Which one was your favorite? The trombone. I always wanted to, cause it's so it's cool. Badass. Yeah. It's so badass. It's, it's so big and like you know. Okay. <laughs> it just looks so cool. Who wouldn't want to play the trombone, right? <laughs> All right. Um, I was gonna say, what was the first album you listened to? Oh my god! Either that made you decide, okay, I want to make music. I mean. The whole decision to make music came way later after I almost finished my finance degree. So that's a whole okay. different story. But Ooh. but <laughs> the first music I like remember listening to where I was like, this is it, was like 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> there we go. I was like yeah. seven years old, but I was banging that shit. I just like bought it off the street in China because like it wasn't really legal Ooh, to buy Western music yet. <laughs> yeah. So just buy it and then like... I just listened to that over and over again and like some Eminem albums, but also, so those two and then like Beyonce B-Day and, <gasps> yes. and, and, um, Rihanna as well back then. Those were my holy grails. Okay. Yeah. Do you still listen to them now? Yes. <laughs> even 50 Not like actively, okay. probably their new stuff. I mean, I'm, I've been in kind of a, a Rihanna phase again in the past few days, so mm-hmm. I definitely <laughs> do listen to her, but you know, they're in my heart. Okay. <laughs> Always. What did what did your parents think about you blasting Fifty Cent? I mean, my dad was, was a fan like, too. Oh yeah. What? Sick. <laughs> His favorite song is Candy Shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to this day, no joke. Wait, so does it, he was does with he, it. Does he nice. sing it out loud while he's yeah, in the house? Yeah, but I don't think stuff. he knows what everything means. Right? Oh okay, okay. okay. <laughs> just, so he's just walking around and he's like, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifty sing about chocolate shop. balls. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he mostly just mumbles along, you mm-hmm. know. Sure. I think it's I mean, mumble rap. It's community. mumble rap. I mean, that's 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 a thing now. So yeah, he, he was he was actually ahead of his time, <laughs> you could say. He could actually make a career oh, out of it. He's if gonna he blow up to. today. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. The oldest mumble rap. <laughs> but In you, existence. You're gonna perform your first song for us, which is Rain. Rain. Yes. Okay. Can you tell us a bit about that song? Rain is probably my most like the the song that's most special to me mm-hmm. to this day still i don't know how to explain it but it, it was just such a vulnerable time um in my life without going too much into it but i was i was really alone just physically because i was yeah. traveling around north america was participating in like some rap competitions and i was just alone yeah and you know it was like me in this toronto airbnb just 
by myself recording and writing. So it, it just means a lot to me that way because every time I listen to it or, you know, think about it, I find my, you know, real artistic self and where I sort of came from, what I wanted to do with music, what I wanted to tell, yeah. like what kind of stories I wanted to tell. So so it's really special to me because of that. And, and it is... Um, I think if you listen to the lyrics, you can sort of make your own version of, of what they're really supposed to mean. Because, of course, they have a certain meaning to me, but I want to make it um, something that makes people just reflect a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what did you try to communicate through the lyrics in that song? Well, um, it is just a big like amalgamation of like just things that are going on in my life and how I feel about myself and how I view the rap game or the music industry yeah. and, and even... The climate crisis. Let's mm -hmm. see if you can find that in there. But, you know, it's <laughs> it's very like an abstraction of, of all those things that yeah. might be more concrete. But, you know, I'm not going to ruin whatever image people or the audience have in their, their minds. All I'm right. just going to leave it at that. Cool. <laughs> Something special. Yeah. Grow beats. It's choo-choo. This life that I've been through, yeah, I've been through a lot But I never run the game, now I just run through the park And I'm not one to do complaining, I just do the most So all the mother bitches crying, they gone like ghosts And I am not here to assert that I am the goat I'm more like a mammal swimming through channels and cannon ghosts But this one life that I got, yeah, I'ma live it full And keep on grinning every day, now I can't have a dull And while you're talking about all you wanna save the world But lying false accusations upon the table, what is your motive? I'm trying to save this image in my head But what you said, it don't make sense until the day we're dead So I say live for the moment, for the moment's gone Cause for all we really know, we only got this one And everyone perceives it different, so let thoughts be gone And don't try to put your own misfortunes in a song But rise up, baby, I see you complaining Shut up, I know that it's raining Umbrellas, so dams that are draining I'd rather dance in the rain, than dance in the rain And now that a new day is coming I wake up, see it's in the morning No makeup, no we ain't performing So I can dance in the rain, dance, dance in the rain And while you're talking about how you wanna save the world But lying false accusations upon the table What is your motive? I'm trying to save this image in my head But what you said, it don't make sense until the day we're dead So I say live for the moment, for the moment's gone Cause for all we really know, we only got this one And everyone perceives a difference, so let thoughts be gone And don't try to put your own misfortunes in a song Baby, I see you complaining Shut up, I know that it's raining Umbrellas, so dams that are draining I'd rather dance in the rain than dance in the rain And now that a new day is coming I wake up, see it's in the morning No makeup, no we ain't performing So I can dance in the rain than dance in the rain, yeah Now I'ma just lay it down Real simple, real smooth, real sweet right now Bitches don't want any smoke, but they stay on sunny coke. Bet you can't handle the float, gotta stay with the wave boat. Don't wanna hear you complaining, I already see that it's raining. But instead of drowning all your sorrows, maybe we see there's a better tomorrow.
It's so refreshing standing outside. Like, so we're back on nice. competitions, rap competitions. Yeah. So that was like all around the U.S. and like what? Well, how, it what was, was the setup too <laughs> of these competitions. I'm just curious. I was in this one rap competition that was really interesting because it's just kind of like if you haven't heard about this before, it's such an outerworldly concept. Um, when I first encountered rap of China, I was really blown away. And that was the year before I actually entered the competition myself. I was、mm. like, "Wow, does this exist in China? There is a new sort of rap culture, and、mm-hmm. what is this even about? What can they manage to do with that yeah, in, yeah. in 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 their settings? Because there's, you know, quite heavy censorship on the hip hop music. They, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna go too much into that. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I participated the year after I discovered the show, and.、Um, The way they worked was they had international recruitment. So if you were in Canada or the U.S., you could go to like your nearest like audition city and actually participate in Rap of China. So、yeah. I was at my local place in Vancouver with like some of my friends in the rap community there.、Um, you know, I was really I was really connected to the Chinese underground rap community and just Asian underground rap community in general because there was also like Korean、um, and I think some Vietnamese rappers. And so we would all just link up, and a, a lot of us would participate in the auditions. And you know, something that I didn't expect was that I would be able to actually, you know, go further in the competition because I had never rapped in Chinese before. I never wrote anything in Chinese before like that. Right. So I I just went for it. It was really fun. It was these like three four weeks, week after week, like new audition or like new round. And I got to the Canada finals, which were held in Toronto. So I had to fly out there and and be part of this, like I guess, like locally televised show.、Um, yeah. It wasn't part of the official like reality show in China that was being filmed and taped in China. But、mm-hmm. but yeah, we definitely had like the jury. There was even like some dude from OVO there, and like all these like executives from Rap of China flown in, and then we had to perform our songs, like new and original songs every week. I had to come up with a new song like all the time. Oh, yeah. So that was like a really steep learning curve, but super fun times. Like I will never forget that time in my life, for、yeah. sure. What What was the name of the show? Rap of China. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Like the entire, if you were from anywhere. In China, you could participate. Yeah, if you're if you're any kind of Chinese, like you can participate even worldwide, right? Like I, I don't know if they still. Oh, have... you had to go to China to participate, right? If you yeah, if you get sent to China, they the layout is um the year that I participated, they had recruitments like all over the world. Yeah, and then they would have, you know, in in any like big region, they would have the finals, like the Canada finals, and、mm-hmm. then they would send like only one person back to China. Oh, okay, from like the entire country. How do you feel like you can unfold yourself as an artist when you are performing or writing music in Chinese? I feel that it is—it's really fun because I get to completely like use a different voice of mine. Like growing up、um, in different co- countries and you know speaking different languages, I definitely get the feeling of of code switching. And when you write music, it's、mm-hmm. really fun because you just get to be that person. <laughs> Yeah. And and kind of bring some of your other personalities into that music and express that with like you know such a traditional language and it's a language that I only really spoke、um, when I was super young so I would never talk about the topics that I I've been talking about now in my raps yeah back then so it's really fun to explore that way for sure. What about in Danish? Do you also rap in Danish? I mean, I'm not gonna say too much, but <laughs> I have worked on. 
quite a lot of Danish music lately. Okay. Um, which may or may not <laughs> be heard, but you know, it's it, it's been really fun working in Danish because I had to. It's been part of a bigger journey of like really finding my myself and mm-hmm. my cultural identity, my personal identity. So you know, writing in Danish sort of allowed me to just face that challenge and yeah. face that part of my personality and and just find my authentic voice within that. So that's been a really important, regardless of, you know, what happens to that music, it's been a really important part of my, my journey so far. I can definitely say that. Interesting. Um, so did you actually got to go to China for that competition? No, no, I, I never got to go to China. Okay, yeah. you did it in Canada? Yeah. All right, in Toronto? Yeah. And then it was all televised or... Yeah, there was like um, I think the part in Toronto, which was the Canada Finals. Yeah, they they definitely taped that. It was like a whole thing. We had to sit on the side of the stage and then like okay. <laughs> go up there and perform in front in front of a jury and like an audience. Yeah, but like prior to that, you never had any experience like that, right? No, not at all. The oh. first time I ever rapped in front of anyone, mm-hmm. literally, was. The, the auditions, like yeah. the first audition rounds in Vancouver for Rap of China. No way. So that was in, in a new language. Like I just wrote the fucking rap. Can I swear? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I had just written it and I was standing in front of like these judges from like, um yeah, that were like from the rap community. And um, I was so nervous. I was like completely elated that I didn't actually forget the lyrics because I went there the night before because the auditions were held in a bubble tea shop owned by a good friend of mine in Vancouver. It's a really cool bubble tea shop where they have like underground hip hop events and stuff too. Yeah. So, Can we name drop them just so oh, the yeah. audience knows? Yeah. yeah, it's called Exposure Bubble Tea in Vancouver. It's in Richmond actually, um, which is like the Chinese Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So cool. If you ever go to Vancouver, go there. It's really good. After tea Corona, tea. maybe. After <laughs> Corona, for sure, for sure. Oh. Nah, they're dope. So... Um, Okay, it seems like you you've been everywhere. What's the reason for that? Like born in Denmark and then you've lived in China, mm-hmm. in Canada, in Amsterdam as well. You said mm-hmm. back, she's Mrs. Worldwide. Back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to make People's that my tag. wife. Exactly. I'm gonna change to Mrs. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> and oh now back in back in Denmark, like what's the story behind all those journeys? I mean, I don't. Th- think i would have done this if i could have chosen for myself maybe or i don't know it's just i was i guess i was just sort of born into that because yeah like you mentioned i was born in denmark but at the time my parents were living in china Mm -hmm. so of course i went back with them (laughs) and then i you know i grew up went to school in china and they decided to move us back to denmark and that's when sort of the issues started with with just sort of finding finding my place mm-hmm. culturally and realizing that there was a difference yeah. mm-hmm. between the culture I grew up in and the kids around me. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think that as soon as I got to Denmark, I really never really wanted <laughs> to move there. Even as a, as a kid, I really was like already having dreams about like, oh, going to these like international schools and then maybe going to college in the States. And yeah. I just already had that in my mind because a lot of the people around me in China when I was growing up, mm-hmm. um, I went to a sem- semi-international like primary school in Beijing. And so that's the future I had seen for myself when I was super young. So yeah. when I went mm-hmm. to Denmark, I was like, okay, when I get older, I'm going to go to international high school and I'm going to strive for like 
moving abroad yeah. for, for college education. So yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to. And I think that's why I ended up going to Amsterdam as well, because, you know, I didn't really have the resources, whether it be knowledge or material resources to, to, you know, know how to apply to American colleges at the time. And, yep. you know, it seemed like the choice that I had, it was, um, it was, and I really, I'm so happy that I did that. It was really important for me to go there and sort of try to re- reinvent at least parts of myself and mm -hmm. and that was such an important stepping stone in actually realizing what i really wanted to do with my life because that's when i lived in amsterdam when i um discovered that or you know realized that if you if you will so i think that it's not really been on purpose that i went all those places but in the end i'm sure that it will lead me to where i need to be yeah yeah all right so um Going a little bit in, into that, uh -huh. um, can you tell <laughs> if there's been any difference between when you used to live in Denmark before you moved and now that you're back? I would say there's definitely a difference, a big difference. And I think the only way I can explain it is that I think the real yeah. <laughs> choo-choo returned because I definitely felt like I had to keep myself in a inside of a shell and, you know, behind a veil to appease whatever stereotypes that were already put on me since yeah. a young age um, in the West. So that was definitely a different version of me that, you know, it's still, it's part of me, but it's it's not me. That was never really me. I didn't get to express the creativity that I had and the things that I wanted to say and the ways that I wanted to act was mm -hmm. always shamed as yeah. like a young Asian girl growing up yeah. in Denmark. So. Okay. So it's definitely the more mature and more authentic choo-choo that returned. A, a world of difference, for sure. All right. So you would say now you don't care as much as you used to. Before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it shows in your music. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Very unapologetic. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Glad to hear that. Can you tell us about your creative process and all the musical influences you've had because your music for instance the second song that you're gonna play afterwards called cancun which i must say it's my favorite just so everyone knows he's not <laughs> lying jerry's not lying That's just awesome. so everyone yeah, knows loop. It's, it's really nice and like super chill music i love stuff like that oh that makes but me happy anyways um Enough compliments. <laughs> no, never That's enough. enough compliments from Jerry. <laughs> no one gets any more. It is. I, 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 would, I would like to know about your creative process and how that works from the moment you sit down and like, okay, I want to do this. I want to make music that bangs and people can lean back to or lean forward to, mm -hmm. you know, Fat Joe style. Yeah. To me, the, the favorite Yeah, I, I guess that's my favorite part is the conception of an idea of a song. It usually happens in a really specific instance, but it can either be at home if I'm listening to a beat or mm -hmm. if I'm thinking about something, or it could be in the studio when a beat is being played and yeah. we start the songwriting process. But I have to always find that one specific moment where I get, you know, I just... To, to say it in a really simple way, I catch the vibe. Like I, okay. I just catch a certain vibe and I immediately know what feeling I want to write about. Mm -hmm. And then I try to hold on to that for the rest of the writing process so I can yeah. come back to the root of, of the song, of the song idea. And that's that's definitely what I like to do in almost all the songs. I think Cancun is a really 
special example. And, and I will also say, including Cancun, all of my songs are about things that happen in my life. Okay. And one way or another, I might rephrase it to become sort of like a fantasy version, but it's always yeah. something that's going on and refers to situations I'm in or people that I'm with. So mm -hmm. Cancun was actually written in a studio session with my ex in Vancouver, who was a music producer. And I wrote most of the lyrics to Cancun. And the song, you know, it just never really got anywhere. But I, I still had the lyrics. I still had the idea for the song. So I ended up finishing it months later in yeah. Denmark oh. um, with my friend and producer here. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So did your ex get the credit? producing any, any oh of it? No, no i mean nothing. he didn't really do anything <laughs> okay no 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 <laughs> no i mean it was a, a completely different ver like a different beat and, and instrumental back then and okay. i just wrote it to that but i still remembered what i wanted the song to feel like and what it was yeah. about and the flows so yeah I just brought the lyrics and then mm. made it into a new song all right so on that note for instance when you decide to move back to Denmark like mm -hmm. how did you get in touch with all these connections and say yeah. hey let's link up and I can rap at least I've been yeah. doing it in Chinese which is even more <laughs> difficult but like now I want to do it in English in Denmark like how did you get in touch with all this you know because here I feel like there isn't really a scene Yoshi knows a lot about that yeah. uh -huh. and but like how did you manage to you know penetrate the whole <laughs> non-existent scene well I think it's really simple. You just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. You just keep doing music and talking to people. And I think I'm really lucky that I'm quite extrovert at mm -hmm. times. <laughs> so that's you know, the Gemini rising, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> at times. At times. See? <laughs> Definitely have two sides to me. Um, so when I want to and when it's about music, nothing can really stop me. I just have no shame. I just want to try everything out and I just reach out to people. But You know, it was actually really funny how it happened because <laughs> um, my whole mixtape Cybergirl, including the song Cancun, was yeah. recorded with my good friend Eunice, who actually has a studio pretty close to where we're sitting right now on mm -hmm. Ama. It's by Lekauspagen Station. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, over there, that's that's when I met my first like crew of, you know, music homies over yeah. here. And that was through like a friend of a friend. And yeah, you know... <laughs> just through Instagram and I think they yeah. saw a picture of me and I had just put out like who has a studio in Copenhagen so you know I use online yeah. resources to just put the word out there put out that energy that that I have in me and and is inspired by the things that I want to do mm -hmm. and then whoever is there to pick up on it will hit me back and yeah. we just keep going from there yeah yeah and about the EP Cyber Girl like mm -hmm. when did you worked on it and how was the whole process That was um, last summer, summer okay. of 2020. And the process was me just not sleeping at night because I was so pumped about like all the ideas of how did I want the artwork to look after the songs were finished. But like, <laughs> you know, what kind of vibe did I want to bring and what finishing touches to which songs and just picking the track list as well from <laughs> the songs that I had. And, you know, I was just super, super inspired for yeah. like a month, I think. Uh, three weeks to a month I was just not thinking about anything else and that's just yeah. how it all came together in a very short time okay. yeah and now you're talking about the aesthetic of the EP did you mm -hmm. ever have any discussions in the studio in regards to okay we have to do 
I don't know, a more sick beat. So it's even crazier when you perform it live. Did you ever have those mm. discussions? I mean, actually, some of the beats I already picked beforehand. And one of them, funny that you asked, one of them I picked because I was like, I need to play this song on a stage one day at a big <laughs> festival, like Coachella. <laughs> so I wrote the song with that in mind. And that was um, the plug. <laughs> yeah. but, but I never, you know, it was more like the songs. I already had the aesthetic in my mind, like in an, an, in an abstract way. I didn't have the visuals, but I had the aesthetic that I wanted to go for and the sound I wanted to go for. And I already had that compass when I was picking the beats in the first place and writing the lyrics to most of the songs. And, um, Because some of the songs are actually older, so I picked them to be part of the mixtape because I thought they fit into the vibe. Mm -hmm. But most of the songs I wrote last summer. And so, you know, I already had that compass, and so it just came together like that. And what, what came after with the visuals and everything was just, you know, an extension of the aesthetic, like the general aesthetic feel that I already wanted. Yeah. All right. So, Cancun. Mm-hmm. Something that started in Vancouver and yeah. finished in Denmark. Yeah. Why the name Cancun when you're living in two cities? That <laughs> no. have Why did you bring Mexico into this? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, my ex used to live in Mexico oh, okay. and we went to Cancun together where he partly grew up and has a lot of roots there <laughs> and, um, and a house and everything. So we had just come back from Puerto Vallarta, Cancun And, uh, damn, I already forgot the name <laughs> of his actual hometown. Anyways, uh, that's matter. why he's an ex. Seems like we no. moved on. <laughs> If you hear this, you know, <laughs> I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Anyway, I was inspired by the trip that we had and the fact that coming back to Vancouver, which is also a really rainy city mm-hmm. in the middle of the winter, it just, it was so gloomy And there were a lot of dark things going on, not just with the weather, but within, you know, him and I as well and within ourselves and probably between us too, but mostly in ourselves. And I just expressed that with the song saying like, you know, you know, I just, I wish we could get away. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought about all these lavish things that we might be doing and we wanted to go to Europe to like visit some of his friends, visit my family, my hometowns and stuff. So that's why France came into the song as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Fly off to France. And, um, yeah, so Cancun was just, it's, and it's such a, (laughs) it's such a special city. I think I used to work at a club in Vancouver and, you know, people would always talk about Cancun for some reason. Yeah. Cause party city, (laughs) basically there's just like a vibe there. So I thought, you know, what better name? Yeah. People in the winter is just like go down there, drive down there. I mean, I'm from Los Angeles, so people would drive down there and just like get wasted, whatever, stay at a cheap hotel and then come back up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone over there has been to Cancun at some point to party. So everyone's like, Oh yeah. Did you just go? Yeah. I just went recently. So So, (laughs) yeah. So yeah. Very cash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) very cash and here is Cancun for everyone yeah (laughs) okay Feeling so shy when I'm with you, yeah, yeah. Look me in my eye, dream and desire, kill all my pride, yeah, yeah. The ceiling's so high, my feelings so shy when I'm with you, yeah, yeah. Look 
me in my eye, dream of desire, kill all my pride, yeah, yeah I'll be there for you even when the others ain't I can't be loyal when the other motherfuckers can't I'll be there for you, for you, yeah Will you be there for your girl? Fly up to friends, flowers, romance Powers to dancing in the streets and off balconies I wanna Rainy days, yeah. Me and my baby need a vacay. You tryna roll up anytime you want, boy. You can pull up long as you got the sauce in. You can handle my flossing, boys. You here for it? Your pants don't be timid. Look at me when you're in it, yeah. Sky's high, no limit, yeah. Let's fly to another life. Stay there just another night. Cry for me when I'm gone. Lie for you in the song. So high, my feelings so shy when I'm with you, yeah, yeah. Look me in my eye, dream of desire, kill all my pride, yeah, yeah. Ceiling so high, my feelings so shy when I'm with you, yeah, yeah. Look me in my eye, dream of desire, kill all my pride, yeah, yeah. I'll be there for you even when the others came. I can't be loyal when the other motherfuckers came. I'll be there for you. Talking about writing or being very inspired during Cybergirl, mm-hmm. and that most of it came last summer, 2020, mm-hmm. during Corona times, where yeah, everything was basically shut down, right? Or there was concert going on yeah. in summer. There was yeah. more or less oh. like. How did you manage to get some inspiration despite the madness that was surrounding you? To like, okay, I need to release something and and get this together. I mean, I don't know if this is 
a reach, but I feel like most of my life with the many like life-changing moves and, and career switching, like those things to me are already, it, it made me used to these like big switches mm -hmm. and unexpected changes and moving continents again back to Denmark because yeah. of Corona. So because of COVID. So I just, I was like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> things are flipped again. Um, what do we do now? And I think that what I really expressed with Cybergirl in particular was, you know, this newfound strength and personality that I yeah. had because it was a, a continuation of just me finding my identity as a musician in the first place because I hadn't been doing it for that long. I really, really first started when I was in Vancouver. Yeah. Even though I had the idea before, I really started in Vancouver performing for the first time ever, like just reaching out to anyone um, yeah. to actually go into a recording studio those things started in vancouver back in 2019 so it was a journey for me to shed a lot of that veil and that cocoon i was in before mm -hmm. and that other personality i had like wrapped myself in yeah it took a long time to shed like layer by layer and mm -hmm. and find you know who i wanted to be or who i was and just be more and more confident and i think with the relationship that i was in at the time yeah i actually found a lot of strength in myself and then the last piece of strength i found was actually letting go of that relationship and mm -hmm. out of that just came a lot of inspiration and a lot of kind of yeah like like just happiness and motivation and self-confidence self-confidence yeah. exactly exactly so that's just i just had to get that out okay. and it just all came in that month and yeah and, and why the name cyber girl well <laughs> aren't we all a cyber girl jerry aren't we all <laughs> aren't we all e-girls and e-boys actually no but cyber girl is really i mean it it definitely comments on the way that we have our digital personalities mm -hmm. and and i wanted to comment on it not as like a way to say that oh it's wrong to be on your phone but it's more mm -hmm. like it's interesting to reflect on how it really is an extension of our identity because yeah who we are on there and our interactions, they're just as real as our energetic interactions in real life. So yeah. I think it's important to keep that in mind and, and be mindful of how are you interacting like when you're when you're in the digital realm because it's just another space. Yeah. Just like we are literally in space as well, floating <laughs> on this rock. So it's just another room yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. And, and so it just comments on that, but also draws together, you know, I found the internet to be really useful when I had to discover strength in my identity and, yeah. and figure out like where I belonged, if I belonged anywhere. But, you know, what really started my ident identity and like cultural identity journey was actually being part of an online magazine for Asian women, which had oh. quite an activistic nature. And that was all through the internet. Like if I hadn't had that, I wouldn't find all these resources and realize that it, there was anything called an Asian identity in the yeah, West. Yeah, like I had yeah. no idea. I had mm -hmm. to find that online. And, you know, so it's been a big help for me to be able to like refine an identity online and merge that with how I act in my... <laughs> it's only, in it's my only right if you name drop the name of the magazine now because yeah what's it called it's called overachiever magazine all right it started by the 16 year old most boss lady i ever knew whoa yeah smarter than anyone i know are you still <laughs> involved in it currently i mean i keep in contact with the team and okay. it's always going to be my family but um i'm not currently working on the team all right mm. yeah. but what, what's the like the topic usually or generally in the magazine anything that asian women 
anywhere in the world can relate to. So there's a, and we focus a lot on Asia being, you know, more than a monolithic Chinese mm -hmm. country, but yeah. just like all the countries of Asia are mm -hmm. included yeah. and we will have different themes of like different various like holidays or food traditions or things that women face, um, even living in the West or, mm -hmm. or things that people living in, let's say, India can relate to. Yeah. 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 Anything really. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. It's really and it's nice. been going on for how long? It's been going on since the fall of 2018. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's still going strong. It's growing it's, all the time. It's fucking yeah. sick. I just want to say that I just looked them up on uh, Instagram and it, it actually says that um, you can write for them. So yeah. if anyone's, you know, has a story. Yeah. And they're Asian, of course. <laughs> uh, then go to at Overachiever Magazine on Instagram. Yes. Mm. Get in touch. Sure. Always get in touch. They're so open. All the women working on the team are based like around the world. So yeah. it's super inclusive. Please. And it's all about telling a personal story or general story both yeah okay. you know you can read an article about top five best uh <laughs> female asian rappers or you can write an article about something that really struck you about going to school yeah. in a certain country yeah it could be anything all right so things as we can see or yeah are opening up quite a lot and everyone is just outside like freaking at least here in Denmark at least we can't here in Denmark. talk on behalf of the entire Europe yeah. <laughs> but here in Denmark things opened up a bit since Wednesday mm. and I would like to know what is CXCX Choo Choo mm. looking forward to as, uh. as we start being outside more and more and venues might open from I mean they're gonna open in May mm -hmm. so like anything lined up or possible things you would like to you know get into and be more out there and be known to the people that have been missing out oh so many things i feel like the the opening yeah <laughs> is so symbolic in a sense too because just going around every day knowing that even if you had the motivation to do certain things or to travel somewhere and you had something to do you couldn't do it mm -hmm. but now it's like okay the world is your oyster again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really feel like that makes a difference. It's like I can finally be myself again and have my dreams and yeah. not be afraid to believe in them because, you know, anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really looking forward to continuing my mission of being the best artist that I can be and yeah. being as authentic as I can be and really expressing my art and bringing it to as many people as possible and just not compromising i'm really looking forward to that and part of that will be actively dropping music mm -hmm. um performing it for people just just anything once i start like <laughs> your sponge gonna be everywhere you know not in that sense like I, i'm just saying that i will be anywhere that i can be yeah, like yeah. i'm just gonna be everywhere but you've been everyone. you've been on p3 right yeah performing yeah and Tell us, how did they get in touch with you? Well, actually, I um, I was working with a producer uh -huh. um, for a short while back then who has a studio in the same building as them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just we just small talked about me coming back from Canada. That was sh pretty short after I got back, actually, that yeah. I met the two guys from the radio show. And then later on, when I actually dropped the music, like I, I just emailed them um, because they told me to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how we set it up. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. 
It's a real pleasure having you. Thank you. It was such a great pleasure being here. I really want to thank you guys because after having been dormant in terms of dropping music for a while, but working on a lot at home uh, and in various studios, it was super, super nice to actually get pinged and invited to something where I could talk about where I am currently. And it's super motivating and just really nice. I mean, and, and I'm sure a lot of people are waiting to hear what you're going to do next as well. I hope so. It would be amazing. <laughs> we definitely are. I'm going to play Cancun after we, after we wrap up. <laughs> the live version from your balcony. The live version yeah. from the balcony. Of course. Oh, on repeat. Nice. So yeah, this was out with Hapsaps people. Uh, special guests, two special guests, Alexandra. Follow her on Instagram. I don't want to say the ad. That's too, <laughs> too explicit. <laughs> Why not? We'll tag her. We'll definitely tag her. Badass pussy lover. <laughs> With an A. <laughs> With an A at the end. Exactly. So, yeah. And uh, CXCX, Choo Choo, follow on Insta. Listen to our music. SoundCloud. What else? Yeah. Spotify. I just got on TikTok like two days ago. Oh, so go follow shit. me on there. CXCX official on all platforms, including okay. Instagram. So what kind of content are you releasing on, on that? You'll see. <laughs> I don't <laughs> subscribe and find out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Yes.